Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Quarantine edition. I'm Moshe Kasher. I'm Natasha Legero. And we are not, as you may be able to tell, in the same room. I'm sadly leaning into some pathetic lights in the room where we usually record this podcast and my wife she's in quarantine yeah i decided to get away from my family for a few days and moshe was very supportive and uh no you went into a high-risk covid situation and i asked you to stay away (laughs) right but originally you were gonna but i turned it into it my own private time away from everybody well, you originally, Natasha just taped a pilot, which meant that she was around a bunch of sweaty crew guys feeling her up, right? And your, your plan originally was to hide in our, in our attic and, and not, <laughs> not, not tell our child that you were up there. And I was going to bring you... Um, I, I was food at the you, bottom of the steps. Yeah, I was going to bring you food at the bottom of the steps and knock three times and run away like a... You were a diphtheria patient. <laughs> and like, what if the dogs like started to know I was up there? They would have just been like, it would just would have been confusing to lie. Well, the dogs would have probably told our child and then the whole jig would have been out. And to sleep in the attic for five days. So I suggested that you go and take a nice vacation at a hotel. She's in Palm Springs living high on the hog while I am here slaving away with our child, just me and the little girl. And I'm turning her against you. <laughs> Don't do that. That's rude. It's almost complete. That's the good news. 
Uh, well, I'm having a great time and um, it's been really hard to uh, separate myself from the daily chores and grind of the pandemic and being a parent. But yeah, what, what, what was your day like today? Can you take <laughs> us through your schedule? I had a walk. Mm-hmm. Did you go to the labyrinth? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Natasha's at the place right now in Palm Springs. It has a meditation labyrinth. If that gives you any picture of the kind of. But I went out there today to try to walk the labyrinth and their coyotes, like 50 of them just started yelping. Well, this is like a native American. Like, <laughs> myth. No, that's what happened. And so then I ran away. I was too scared. I should have walked it while they, while they howled, but I wasn't sure how close they were. Now, what did you do after you ran from the coyotes? Um, order dinner. <laughs> and then what? Called you. You didn't do any soaking? Oh, yeah, I did soak, too. <laughs> She's having a good time. <laughs> Hopefully you don't have COVID. <laughs> I That's might a have loud COVID. sneeze. We shouldn't edit that out so people know. Like That, that was a very mild sneeze for Moshe. Uh, I, I might have COVID because I've been having company while you've been out of town. You think you're the only one that knows how to relax. I've invited a, a number of old lovers over, not to hook up or anything, but just to kind of catch up and reminisce. Um, great. I hope you I hope you introduce them to our daughter. <laughs> yeah, she 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 calls them mom one, mom two, mom three. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Tosh, uh, I noticed that you posted from uh, your your meditative getaway and. Uh, Man, I got to say, your comment section is a fucking, a night, I would call it a nightmare. Someone called it a dumpster fire, and I was going to ask them to not say that on my page. So they were defending you, but you were going <laughs> to take them down for using, yeah. kind of overly used phrasing. Yeah, and then I realized, why put that sort of aggression out there? We get it so much, even well, if it's guy, like the tiniest bit. Well, a guy on your page said, um, uh... You'd look cuter with a nose top. <laughs> well, I saw that comment and I tried to reply and it wouldn't reply because I was going to say, you know, thank you so much for your feedback. I and replied to him. No, you can't reply to him. I got a message oh. saying he doesn't accept people to reply to him. Oh, that's funny. Yes. Well, that's a funny <laughs> tactic for a troll. <laughs> You're not allowed to reply. So like it didn't show up and I was like, like, Hey, Hey, Warthog, you look better with a nose job, you big nose freak. And then it's like, no, I don't accept. I don't want to get any negativity. I just, I I can't do it. Why do they even allow that as one of the features? It's not fair. That is funny. And I I even tried to put it in manually to try to reply to him. And it said, whatever his name was, doesn't accept replies. See, why would I ever spend my time doing this? I'm on a beautiful silent vacation where I don't have to deal with my family right now. And hey, 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 wait a second. You know what, though? It's funny. I started to think I was maybe going crazy. Wh- wh- why? I just need like some, some like of my own thoughts, my own space. Oh, you were starting to think you would never recover from being in our house? <laughs> what the fuck? No, I'm saying there's no outlet right now. Well, I hope you're getting your outlet. Uh, I'm still in no outlet zone here with our our child. 
and your three the three dying dogs. But anyway, you know what? After hearing that kind of comment, I'm kind of leaning in the nose job direction. <laughs> you think I need a nose job? No, I think you look perfect just the way you are. I mean, I, was, I really do miss miss being at home. Are you eating a Sunday on the podcast? I mean, are you, you're like rubbing it in my face. She's like eating a chocolate tort. I'm sitting here. Well, I'm having a good time, too, if I'm honest. Last night, I caught up on all the movies you wouldn't watch with me. I'm watching Patton right now. Anyway, I can't look at you eat cake anymore. This is just too depressing. Honey, what? It's been really hard staying away from you guys. Yeah, I bet. It looks pretty tough. Well, we had a good night, too. We didn't need you. We had cupcakes. We ate pizza. Last night, I made her turkey bacon wrapped turkey dogs. So you know what? We've been having our own kind of luxury. Well... I might extend my stay. Yeah, you better fucking not. Absolutely not. And by the way, I actually might come into contact with the COVID risky situation next week. What is it? I don't know yet, but I might. It might happen, so I might need to take a few days of, of to myself. You take a sur- day to yourself all the time. You go surfing. No, that's an afternoon. I need an extended stay, America. <laughs> Well, in the meantime, as I miss you desperately and want you to come home, uh, the only way I can think to make this parting, which is such sweet sorrow, more bearable, is for us to listen to a few secrets. What do you think? Mm, That'd be fun. You think it'd be possible for you to podcast without food in your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) She's really gone off the reservation. All right, listen, while you chomp on that brownie, Let's play a secret. Hey, Natasha and Moshe. Uh, I was calling with a secret. So um, when I was a teenager, like many teenagers, I experimented with lots of options for masturbation. And uh, one time I wanted to try a, uh, a change in temperature. And uh, I worked at a snack bar at a Christian summer camp. And I jerked off using the big tubs of ice cream that we served to the campers. So yeah, that's my secret. Thanks. Thanks for the show. I love it. You guys have a good one. That is reprehensible. He fucked the ice cream tub? He drilled He was starting to get into temperature. So he like drilled a hole through the ice cream tub, put his dick in there, fucked it, and then served it to the kids who didn't know the difference. Ooh. That's rough. I, there's no excuses. Don't ever do anything like that again. You know, the Persians used to say, what did they say? A woman for duty, a man for pleasure, and a melon for ecstasy. <laughs> cool. And I guess ice cream for frostbite? I don't think a woman knows the idea of shoving her membrane into something. No, don't women like have sex with zucchinis? Isn't that like, don't you guys go produce too sometimes? I don't, I, most women aren't as that horny that they need a zucchini. What's the weirdest thing you've ever masturbated with? Like a prop? Yeah, I get, yeah, prop. You really are an actress, aren't you? <laughs> I think they're called toys. First of all, that's a personal question. Well, sorry to interrupt you between bites of your Sunday, honey, but I'm trying to make some content over here. 
Should we play another secret? Yeah. And if you want to know my answer, I think it was my mom's vibrator. Let's play another secret. Honestly, I'm just not into sex toys. You made me uncomfortable, so I started eating my Sunday. Okay, let's keep moving. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. So I'm calling with a secret. My name is Sydney. Um, I haven't been able to tell this to anyone because we are in a pandemic, and um, I feel like it would interfere with people's opinions of me. So... um I recently moved down to Portland from Washington, and on my trip down, while having a car packed full of stuff, um, on my stop at the gas station to gas up before the trip down, I got to chatting with a homeless man outside of the gas station, and he was the kindest soul. He sang me a beautiful song. And um, my, like, kind of excuse to, like, step away and, um, you know, get out of the conversation, even though we're having a great time, was that I needed to go because I needed to get on my drive down to Portland, which I should have thought about before I spoke because then he wanted to come down to Portland with me. Um, so I ended up taking a homeless man to Portland with me. Um, we had a great time, and he showed me a bunch of cool rock music. I hope that he, I don't know, found some great, great people down here, and maybe is making a better situation for himself. There's a lot more resources in Portland for someone in his situation than there would have been back where I was in Washington. So, all right, bye. Secrets aren't just stories, are they? No, but I mean, she took a big risk. Yeah, Would you take that? a homeless person on a road trip? How is that a secret? That's just a story of somebody you gave Maybe a ride she doesn't to. tell anybody. I heard a great story once about giving somebody a ride. A stranger. A ride I mean, it doesn't even matter, homeless or not. Just the idea of a stranger in your car. It sounds so risky. What did you hear, Mosh? Oh, Can I, I have a bite it. of my Sunday while you tell your story? <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and chomp down on that tort, on that chocolate <laughs> cake. My friend was uh, doing Craig, Craigslist ride shares, and he's like, I'm going from Portland to Los Angeles if anybody can split gas money with me, which is how Craigslist ride share works. So he goes, and this person writes back, and it's like, yeah, could you meet me at this park in Portland? And he pulls up, and this kind of like, you know, scraggly-looking like kind of hippie chick is there. She gets in the car and she's like, look, I got to let you know, I don't have any gas money. And he's like, oh, fuck. But he's like, oh, you know what? Forget it. I'll, I could use the company, you know, ride with me. So they ride. And then they're, they're about five hours into the trip when she looks down and she's like, oh, fuck. And he's like, what? And she's like, dude, I just got my period and it's all over your car seats. And he's like, oh, oh, oh okay. Um, he pulls over in a gas station and, and he, she's like, I got to get a tampon. Pulls over in a gas station and she looks at him and she's like, hey, I don't really have any money for tampons. So the guy's like, okay, here's some money. Buys her a tampon. She cleans up as best she can. They do the rest of the drive. They get to like the grapevine. 
and they're talking, you know, or, you know, they're pulling into LA. It's like nine hours later, they're pulling into LA and the girl goes, you know what, dude, you've been so cool and so understanding and awesome to me. Like, let me, let me just suck your dick. And the guy's like, oh, no, that's okay. No, no, not needed. No, thank you. And she's like, no, 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 I'm happy to do it. I want to do it. And the guy's like, no, I'm, I'm going to pass. Anyway, they spent the next 40 minutes arguing all the way into Los Angeles, fighting about the fact that he wouldn't let her give him a blowjob. And then finally, he was like, where do you want me to drop you off? And she was just said a random corner in downtown Los Angeles. And they pulled up and she jumped out of her car and disappeared into the night. Is this the person you know who told you this story? Uh-huh. <laughs> now, the question is, you know, as a man, would you have taken the blowjob? And you know what, Tosh, at a certain point in my life, I think I would have. I know you would have. I don't know what she was like, though. Maybe she was really annoying. Let's just play another secret. Hi, Moshe and Tosh. Um... Well, I have a secret. That's why I'm calling. And so my secret is that I am a person who is a woman. Um, and I'm really hot. I've always been really hot. And I've always been really sexual. Like people like now I like to fuck. And a big pillar of my sexual identity is that I'm bisexual. But my secret is, is I've never even kissed a woman. So I'm just running around, fucking lying about my sexual orientation to get a little bit of attention. Uh, I would be against it, I guess. But yeah, that's my secret. That's really interesting. Well, she's saying she's actually not bi. Not that she, I think she's saying... Not that she's never kissed a woman. She's not bot. No, I think what she's saying is she is open to it. It just hasn't happened and maybe I don't never. think so. I think what she was saying was she's all hot and likes her, her sexuality is a part of her mythology. And she just thinks it makes her sound hot to say she's bisexual. <laughs> and actually, she's not. Uh, why don't we take another secret? All right. Hi, um, I have a secret. So in Secret Dump, I think it was 12, Moshe was talking about a PCP weed story, and I do have one. There was definitely that, um, I'm from the South, I'm from Oklahoma, but there was definitely that, um, see, like, that idea that somebody had laced, people would, like, lace weed with PCP or Coke or whatever. Um, so sometimes I would get really high and be like, oh, yeah, that was laced. And similarly, like, when I got older, I was like, oh, yeah, nobody does that. But I did have one time that I got a really small amount of weed from somebody in this little like cellophane bag and I got super stoned and and really paranoid and I was like oh god what was with this weed and I looked on the bottom of the cellophane there was like a little like government stamp and I didn't know where I, I don't know where I got this idea that there was like government weed or like some kind of like pharmaceutical weed or something because this was like 15 years ago but I was like, oh, this is government weed. Like, this must be, like, made in a lab, like, from the government or whatever. And that's why I got so high. And then, like, later on, I realized that it was a cellophane from a cigarette box. And, like, there's just, like, stamps on the bottom of the cellophane. So, anyway, that's my weed. <laughs> People are kind of get playing fast and loose with the secret. 
you know? <laughs> Format? Like, yeah, it's like, here's an anecdote. Here's an Wait, anecdote so for my life. She, she thought that the stamps, what is a government stamp? Well, I don't know. That just sounds like some high person talk, but I do know what she's talking about. There used to be these rumors that the government was growing weed for like research purposes when it was illegal and that that was the real best weed in the world. And I don't know if anybody ever substantiated that, but then I don't think this woman got any. It sounds like she had some, some of that Philip Morris. Tosh? It's not fun being that high. I miss getting high. Maybe I should do that while you're away. Um, I'll be home in like two days. I can wait for two days. Will you bring me a Sunday? <laughs> yeah, but can we do one more? I feel like yeah, no one's one had a real secret yet. Hi, guys. Love the show. I was inspired by Brent and his PSA feel-up. Um, I really like every year when I have my well-woman checkup with my lady doctor and she does the breast cancer screening. <laughs> it's not sexual at all. It's just like a nice little boob massage. You don't usually get your boobs massaged at like, I mean, they don't like, she don't like press hard. It's just nice, not sexual, just feels good. Anyway, thanks. That's <laughs> super embarrassing, but now I've told someone. Yeah, I think that I know the type of breast massage she's talking about, and it feels good. It's not a mammogram where they scrunch it. It's like where the doctor kind of like does this like massaging thing and like it. It is nice. I like that too. And it's on your bare tits. You like a breast cancer screening too? Yeah. I really like the um, prostate cancer examination that I get from random strangers on the internet when you go out of town. <laughs> Sounds hot. I guess that was a secret. Yeah, because she enjoys... What is truly clinical. And you do too. Tosh, anytime you want me to give you a screening, you let me know, okay? I'll hook you up. Okay, cool. I love it. Uh, you love that. You know what I love? What? You. I love you too. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. America. 